expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 42 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,517 on turnover of 2.5 billion NT. The market gained ground on Monday after recovering from early losses as investor sentiment improved following a decision by the U.S. government to guarantee that all deposits taken by the financially troubled Silicon Valley Bank will be paid in full. Buying increased in select large-cap stocks in the semiconductor and transportation sectors, while bargain hunters turned active late in the session to push the broader market back into positive territory by the end of the trading day. Economics Minister Wang Meihua says the government has no plans to extend the service of the second nuclear power plant. The statement comes amid calls for the government to suspend plans to decommission the plant's nuclear reactor. Decommissioning of the number 2 generator at the plant in New Taipei will begin today on the expiration of its 40-year operating permit. According to Wang, the spent fuel pools at the plant are full and no new storage facilities are available, making it impossible to continue to generate power there. National Science and Technology Council Chief Wu Tsongzhong says Taiwan's three science parks posted revenue of 4.26 trillion NT last year. That figure is a 14.75% year-on-year increase and an all-time high. According to Wu, the Xingzhu Science Park's revenue stood at 1.61 trillion NT. The Central Taiwan Science Park saw its revenue stand at 1.17 trillion NT, while 2022's revenue at the Southern Taiwan Science Park hit 1.48 trillion NT. Of the three parks, the Southern Taiwan Science Park registered the biggest year-on-year revenue rise of 35.48%. Integrated circuits were the number one driving force at the science parks last year, accounting for 77% of the total revenue. In international news, a Russian delegation at talks with senior UN officials say Moscow is ready to accept an extension to a grain export deal that has helped bring down global food prices amid the war with Ukraine. But it said it would accept only a 60-day extension, as the Kremlin holds out for changes on how the arrangement is working. Jody Jacobs has more. The clock was ticking. Come March 18th, the current deal would be off the table. So a high-level UN team headed by Rebecca Grenspan and Martin Griffiths 
met with the Deputy Russian Foreign Minister in Geneva on Monday to discuss the agreement. Russia subsequently announced that it will agree to extend the Black Sea Grain Initiative, but only for 60 days. However, the current agreement states that extensions are only possible for a minimum of 120 days. The UN Secretary-General has confirmed that he and his office will do everything possible to preserve the integrity of the initiative and says the continuation is crucial for global food security. Jody Jacobs, New York. And in related news, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has pledged to increase UK military funding by six billion US dollars over the next two years in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the challenge posed by China. The increase is part of a major update to UK foreign and defense policy, but is less than military officials wanted. The extra money will be used in part to replenish Britain's ammunition stocks, depleted from supplying Ukraine in its defense against Russia. Some will also go toward a UK-US-Australia deal to build nuclear-powered submarines. Sunak met US President Joe Biden and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese in San Diego Monday to confirm the next steps for the military pact. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.